host, Kirstu here, and welcome to a very special episode, episode 10 of Heartbeats and Footprints. And that's literally what you're hearing behind is my footprints as I walk through the village here in Nepal, Patasse village in Sindhapalchuk region. And in just one week's time, where I'm currently stood is the place that will be home to our athletes village for the 6th Nepal Impact Marathon. So before I go into the project side, I want to talk a bit about the importance of the Athletes Village concept. Because what we're doing here in Nepal is setting up a campsite in the middle of a village. And there's a lot of different factors to that. We have to be careful in terms of where we select with the community. Make sure that we are not a burden, not someone or some people who will get in the way but we've become part of the community. We're nestled in the center. We're surrounded by other people's houses and we want to respect that. And also, we want to respect the fact that our runners are coming from far and wide and they're coming to a really very remote place. And we need people to feel comfortable. We need them to eat well. We need them to sleep well. And we need them to do something else really well as comfortably as well. And I think you know what that is. So we have to think about all of these separate elements of what makes an impact marathon athlete's village secure, comfortable, not too comfortable though. And that's always the fine line. We've taken time over the years when we had our first village, which we talked about last time in Karkani. We had this setup, which was brilliant, full of uh, the scouts, where the scouts would work. And we had lots of really good stuff and lots of infrastructure. In many ways, in those early days, we were not ready as an organization to do something as remote as we're currently doing. Now, we've moved village. The challenge is greater, but the rewards are much greater too. And as I stand here in Patasse, looking out over where we're building and we're testing out the toilets right now, the guys below, we're looking at how we're going to set those up to be really comfortable and beautiful but also just like clean and hygienic and all of the above because we want our runners to give their all to the project, give their all to this experience and we want them to give their all to the community and at the end of the day, they're also going to be running a race. So right now, as we build into the race, we're setting up the menu, we're setting up the tents, which are big tents. These are... Not quite safari size, but enough that you can stand up in them. Enough that you can stand up in them and be comfortable. Enough that you can move around, store your stuff, be organized. Enough that you can make it your home, your sanctuary. There's so much that goes on in your head during one of these impact weeks. And you have to have that time where you can have a place to digest this. So in amongst that, we have different sections. We've got a secret yoga meditation spot. We've got little places. We've got a couple of hidden showers. We've got all sorts of little treats lined up, seating areas. And more than that, you can head off and walk around the village and feel at home, feel at peace. This is such a peaceful place. It takes so long to get here. And all you can see in front of me right now is the peaks of Langtan, the snow peaks ahead, and then the rolling foothills that lead upwards and upwards towards those beautiful peaks this 
is in Nepal that draws you in and keeps you there. This is a side of Nepal that often is overlooked as people head up into the Himalayas. No, we wanted to work in the regions that lead up to that. We want to work in those places that you'd never normally get to go, that no one else would take you. We want to build into that a really genuine, deep, focused impact in the community. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the impact from the 2023 Nepal Impact Marathon. Now, as I said in the last episode, all our projects are 100% community-led. They tell us what's needed, they go out and find some of the funding, and we bring the rest. We bring the funding, we bring the storytelling, we bring the platform, we bring all different things. Now, there's a lot of different elements. When we're getting stuck in and supporting this work, we cannot be taking work away from others. Because <laughs> it's much better to employ someone in the community and bring money into that community and employ people than it is to take away those jobs. So anything we're doing is aligned with the community, shoulder to shoulder, having fun as we go, doing this together with uh, the people, with the very people who would already be employed by such a project. That's a lesson I learned throughout this period and one I really strongly think if you're ever trying to do and put on these kind of weeks of, of getting involved in community work, always think about that impact. Is it better to employ someone? So here we are in Batasi Village. And last year, we, uh, we installed a PlayStation for the kids because the young kids in school didn't have anywhere to play. They were just getting smashed about with a volleyball by all the big kids. And they had nowhere safe for them to play. Sujan, who was the leader of the community, president of the school, he had identified a site. And it just so happened that Urgan, who we've talked about in previous episodes, had already also identified, hold on, this is, this is something that we should do. In the first meeting, we sat down and we said, right, Sujan, where do you want to go? Where do we want to go with this? And he said, we need a PlayStation, a place for kids. That's not the thing you plug in. No, this is a place for kids to play. And that's what we did. And it was a difficult time last year here in Patase because we were doing it right in the middle of the election, um, which was called just a few weeks before the race was due to happen. And we were doing it as our first race back from the pandemic. And it was a bit of a struggle to see because we'd had people signing up for two, three years. And some, quite a lot of people pulled out in the last minute. So we were a lower number. We didn't quite know how to do it, but we knew we had to make it happen. Whatever it was, we made it happen. So the PlayStation happened. An incredible group of impact runners, one of the best we've ever had, just came and got stuck in. When we said, hey, we can't do this because the election, they're like, cool, no worries. And they wanted to learn about the election. They wanted to learn about what democracy looks like here in Nepal. Now, this year, we've had a whole year of building up to this. We identified the project very, very early on. We brought together the community and our long-term partners, Smart Pani. Now, Smart Pani is a social enterprise here in Nepal that brings water filtration, rainwater harvesting, and, well, anything water. Pani means water, and smart means smart. So you can work with that. So <laughs> they're bringing in all their expertise to bring in the water filtrations to the school on the mountain. Now, Nepali villages are different to what you think about when you think about your own village and your own schools at home. They're up on this mountain. There's a whole load of different communities, each with their schools, each separated by half an hour to an hour walk. So we have identified nine different communities and one health centre on this section of the mountain that currently do not have clean drinking water in their school. Some of them already have water, 
Some of them don't. All of them do not currently have clean drinking water. Now let that sink in because sometimes we forget. We see like adverts of charities and all of this on the news and we sometimes become a bit numb. But would you send your kid to a school where they couldn't drink the water? During the monsoons, waterborne illnesses rise dramatically here in Nepal. And I'm doing this podcast ad-libbed off the cuff. So tomorrow when I get back on site, I'll be able to give you some better statistics. I'm not going to try and quote statistics and find that they're absolute rubbish. You're smarter than that and I respect you for that. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is just describe the situation. Waterborne illnesses go up dramatically during monsoons. Attendance at schools decreases dramatically due to monsoons and waterborne illnesses. When kids start to not be going to school, even if it's just for a short period of time during monsoons, the chances of them returning to school drop and drop and drop every day. What we're always looking to identify when we work with a community is the small change that can have the exponentially large impact. So toilets that are safe for girls who are entering menstruation age, really important. Clean drinking water that stops and prevents illnesses, really important. Engaging programs like sport for development projects, like what we used to work with with Childreach, really important. Schools are the first line of defence against trafficking. Schools are the first line of opportunity to step out from poverty. We cannot ever underestimate the value of schools and the impact marathon here will always be thinking about schools when we're looking at the projects that need to be implemented. That's a beautiful project, this, right? Because working with an organisation like Smart Pani who are super, because they're a social enterprise, they have to operate efficiently. So every single rupee that we're raising is going directly into these projects. The municipality is bringing in money as well. So together, the municipality, the communities, community schools, Smart Pani, Impact Marathon, uniting for the global goals. This is what we're about. Impact Marathon brings all the different stakeholders together as one partnership to achieve one goal. And our one goal here in Nepal in 2023 is to bring clean drinking water to all of the 10 places that we've identified. Nine schools, one health outpost. This will touch thousands of lives. The last time we did a water rotation project, we saw school attendance increase by over 20%. And part of that was actually new parents sending kids to this school because they want to send their kid to a school with clean drinking water. And also sending them to the school with a bottle so they can fill up that bottle and bring it home so that whole family can have clean drinking water. This is why we focus on this little point here. Firstly, because the community brought it to us. And secondly, because it fits that goal of an small tweak a small change that's easy to do easy to do but has an exponentially powerful impact across thousands of lives alongside that all of the kids will receive the wash training program talking about hygiene hygiene and sanitation back at home that's the best way of educating an entire village educate the kids they go home and tell their parents what's what hey look this is an amazing project and we're about five thousand pounds today five thousand pounds short of hitting target so if you listen to this head to our fundraising page pick a random runner and just give them a gift and pay it forward today because it's going to be in a few months time you're going to sign up to marathon you're going to be going out there for sponsorship paying it forward is definitely the first and fastest way to raise sponsorship for something like this
please, please, I implore you, if you donate to this project today, that money within two weeks would have found its way to here, Batase community in Sintapaljit region in Nepal, and water filtrations will be installed in schools. The impact that you have from that donation today will have started by December. That's flipping cool. I love that. And it won't have just started in December. It'll carry on for years ahead as we make sure that the filtration systems are maintained and regular checks on them. And these biosand filters just can continue to pump out clean, clean drinking water so the kids are safe and able to go to school. That's it for today. It was ad-libbed. So again, I apologize for the ums and ahs and the crickets behind me and the noise of the guys putting up the toilets. I'm not going to be sat in a studio all the time. I want to make sure that we're telling this story wherever we are without that fear or that risk that, oh, this doesn't sound so perfect. Anyway, if you've appreciated this, don't share it today. Don't like it today. Head straight in the show notes to the Nepal Impact 2023.infuse.com. Uh, Links in the show note. Find someone, donate £5, donate £5,000. Doesn't matter what you donate, it's going straight to these projects here. Pay it forward today. And tomorrow, I'll ask you to share our, share our podcast again. But for today, I would love it if you could donate and support us. Thanks so much. Over and out. <laughs>